Saturday night on the air, but tonight it's not just another night in comedy. Tonight we are taking you into the green room and behind the scenes one final time with a full studio of old friends for eight seasons and almost 400 episodes. We've covered everything we love about the land of comedy. Countless laughs, comics we've lost, but now we're getting the light. Thank you for listening, Canada. I'm Dean Young, and we're about to go Inside the Joke. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to Inside Jokes, baby, right here on 640 Toronto, and of course, streaming all across the entire known goddamn Marvel Cinematic Universe on Global News Online. But of course, that all ends today because this is... Our final episode of Inside Jokes. That is it, Canada. 399 episodes, by the way. They couldn't even let us hit 400. But we did eight seasons of this show. We love it so much. We've talked to some of our favorite friends in comedy over the years. Uh, Comics that we've lost over the years. Some of our favorite icons. We've covered it all. I couldn't have done it without this guy. The best producer in the biz, Vince Tedesco, is here on the air with us. In studio again, Vince. Yeah, I think I'm the only producer in this biz, but uh, anyway. I think so. <laughs> well, as far as, you know, content for com- comedic radio and stuff like that, yeah, I mean, we, we had a good thing running. We had a good run. Eight seasons, buddy. That's Listen, eight seasons of nothing happens in Canadian comedy, unless it's Quebec and you're popping out from behind a rose bush and scaring the shit out of old people and there's like some slide whistle music. That's it. That's about it. But, other than that, you uh, don't hit eight seasons. As far as the seasons. other nine provinces are concerned, nine, right? Nine provinces? Sure, whatever we have. I don't know. Outside of Quebec? Yeah, we, 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 we had a good run. Uh, yeah, everything, all, all good things must come to an end, as they say. It is, and you know what? We had a great final season. I mean, we just came back from JFL, of course. You were on the street to Montreal. You were there. I was, <laughs> you were there, pounding the pavement, though, talking to comics. I mean, this was kind of, you know, the big return of that festival, of course, after the pandemic and just things being fully wide open. So, listen, we got some of our favorite comics on the air this past season. Eight seasons, you can't ask for more than that, Vince. We do have, so we were allowed in studio one final time. For one last wrap-up. And we do have a full studio, a full panel of some of our favorite friends of the show from over the years. We have Frank Spadone, who's been with us since day one, like all the time on this show over the years. How are you doing, Frank? Oh, man. Uh, it, I'm great, but I'm sad uh, that it's ending. Right. Uh, and, and, and I'm a little pissed, to be honest with you. How could they cancel this show? Like, honestly, how can they can't? Like, this was uh, a great um, f- uh, platform for us to promote, you know, to 20 people. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> dozens, dozens of listeners, Frank. Dozens of listeners. Hundreds of dozens. Uh, and, you know, and, and we got to talk about stuff, you know, backstage, the backstage stuff, the inside of the jokes. That's like, it. This and, is the green room for and, our listeners, and, right? And, and it's a little sad because I know this was our friend Sandra's, uh, you know, as well as Vince and your, and, uh, you know, little uh, project, big project, actually. And, uh, <laughs> and it's just sad. It's just sad, it, you know, to see it come to an end. Um, and that's why I brought in the, um, the Sambuca, uh, the Sambuca, because the first uh, uh, interview I did with Sandra, she brought espresso and Sambuca. Yeah, that's true. And a couple of biscottis. <laughs> yeah. So this Get is all. In, this is all in honor of her. Uh, Crystal's not participating. She doesn't like the James, flavor. But uh, no, you're the best. I know you don't like it. Eh? Well, it's like drinking a licorice pipe. But I, I'll drink anything today. Is, I don't it care. Is. It, it kind of is. is it's, it's it is an acquired. How about you? My my my, my on there, Mark. We got Mark what, Anthony Sinagoga. I need it with coffee, man. I can't do it. Okay, we got to get you some cafe. We yeah. got. Uh, by the way, and also mentioning Sandra because we did actually have sponsors on this show once in a while. Yes. Sometimes it was Hakeem Optical whenever they remembered that they sponsored it. But also sometimes it was just Sandra would come in the studio with like some Patels or some cookies or something and yeah. be like, my cousin in Vaughn is sponsoring us this week oh, with that's amazing. cookies yeah. or something. I don't yeah. know. No grip. 
No grip. No money. No actual money. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll explain what that means later. I yeah. probably shouldn't be even be allowed to say that. My whiteness is showing. All right, we got JP, Jean-Paul, another great friend of the show. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Uh, like Frank, I'm happy and sad to be here at the same time. It's bittersweet. Yeah. It is bittersweet. Much like the Sambuca. Much like the Sambuca. <laughs> See what I did? Anyway. Much, li- much like the Sambuca and really Canadian comedy in a nutshell. There's always that sense of this could end at any moment. Yeah, and, <laughs> and really- it really is unfortunate because this is such, as, as Frank said, an important platform. And uh, you guys helped with the relevancy of, of Canadian comedy. And over the last eight years, even just to say the last eight years, to, to watch what the comedy scene in Canada has become, even with just the panel we have here uh, that is continuing continuing to explode and grow and, and become bigger and better. Uh, you guys were all part of that as well. So we thank you for that as far as the inside jokes. You know? And it's, it ha- yeah. I mean, how much the landscape has changed over the eight yeah. seasons we've been doing this. It's like now we have, you know, comics in Canada aren't just trying to get a visa anymore necessarily. Yeah. Some I remember people, when yes, you were straight. Know. Right? That's right. That's true. That's true. We've been on the air what, for... What, too soon? That was the best one of That's true. Too soon? We have been on the air for so long. That's an entire gay ago. I was engaged when we started this show. Now look, now look what happened. Now there's a black wow. guy in the studio beside me that I live with. So he identifies as. I hope he is aware that I have no grip. But anyways, <laughs> Keith Pedro is on the air. How are you doing, buddy? You're going to regret teaching me these phrases before we hit the air, by the oh, way. Oh, Ben, I don't even why. I'm just going to speak normal tongue <laughs> around you now. Um, I'm great, man. Actually, tell you the truth, eight years ago, I met my wife because she was driving on a Sunday, and she's like, oh, my God, aren't you that guy's voice? From inside jokes, and yeah. it's because of you, I have a family, guys. That's because of you. That's it's all because listening. of that nice. drive that she made from Markham to Brampton yeah. on Highway Seven on a Sunday. Yeah, at <laughs> eight p.m. That that's <laughs> a, you know what? Uh, at eight p.m. and she's like, "That's just, oh, whose voice is that?" That's the thing, actually. I'm actually, now that you say that, I'm kind of surprised that we made it to eight seasons because that was ninety percent of our audience. I mean, it's. Listen, it was 8 p.m. on a Sunday night on pseudo-conservative Canadian talk radio. Like, our, most of our audience was just whoever's car broke down coming home from the cottage. That's kind of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they were like, but we're going to do you one better. You're going to air on Saturday nights at 9 p.m. Now we're like, fantastic. That's what nice. everyone's sitting at home. Listening. But you right. know what? We couldn't have done it without all the listeners, that's for sure. We got another great friend of the show in studio with us again, Crystal Farrier. How are you doing? You're not I'm drinking doing the well. Sambuca? No, that's disgusting. It stinks. <laughs> like, ooh, I don't know how these guys are drinking it this early. Like, says, damn. Says someone who eats Indian food. <laughs> wow, wow. Speaking of Indian food, when you said Sandra brought in Patels, I yeah. thought it was brown dudes that sponsored the show. I was like, my <laughs> uncle? <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, my, my uncle's car dealership like, kid? Wow. It's nice. I, I will actually. I, it's Pitzels. It's Pitzels. I'm not going to no, even try. Pitzelli. It's, it's the Pitzelli. He said Pitzels. I was trying to really do it, I but mean, I can't. The only thing I learned in eight seasons of the show, because there was a lot of panels, Mark Anthony, where it was just me and a bunch of Italian people, let's be yeah, honest. Yeah. Sometimes I felt like I was on chin. I didn't even know where I was <laughs> half the time. But then I learned Seicento Quaranta, our call letters. Yes. That was it. But we did have, I, sh- I will give a shout out. Hakeem Optical did that for seven years. They were our sponsor. So we do thank They're them for Patels that. They're Patels too. They were a so part of the show. Thing. Right? Yeah. But then sometimes it was. We would just, you know, sometimes you get like John Catucci in the studio with some cannolis and be like, okay, he's our sponsor this week. <laughs> That's there it. We do have another friend we're calling in the uh, after the commercial break too. Not that we have sponsors, but we're going to go to commercial anyways. But, but after we do, another old friend of ours, Peter Anthony, 
who actually used to work in this building and used to work in this studio. So Peter was just on this show at any given time. Whenever he would walk past the studio glass and see that there was free food in here. Because, again, Sandra would just go to the like the restaurant in the lobby and be like, are you sponsoring our show today or what? And then just get free food. Peter would walk by the studio glass and go, there's food in there. I might as well hop on the panel. That was it. That's how Canadian comedy radio works. It's just Correct. there's no rhyme or reason. So I sponsored the show today. You Exactly. Frank Spadona and Sambuca is sponsoring this final episode. <laughs> That's it. We, but we're gonna have we're gonna get Peter Anthony calling in when we come back. Another old friend of the show. Uh, we were gonna have Russell Peters. I don't know, but instead we're gonna have Peter Anthony. It's uh, there's a Peter in there. Close. Anyways, it's close enough, right? Uh, but yeah, so many comics, so many friends of ours that have been on this show over the years. Obviously, we couldn't cram everybody into the studio, but you know, we got some of our favorite friends of the show. Vince is pointing to Mark Anthony Synagoga. Uh, by the way, Mark, it's the last episode. We're gonna mm. give you a break. We're gonna give you a breather. We're not going to ask you to do Doug Ford today. Thank God. Right? That's the only reason why I get invited lately, to this show. Lately, this guy comes on the show like every three, four months, and we're like, but you got to be Doug Ford for us. But yeah, that's great. today, today it's just Mark Anthony. That's Appreciate what we want. It. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. But we uh, got a full panel. I want to hear some. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just put it. I just want to say thank you, guys. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all I want to do. I got the light. There we go. We're going to go to break. We're going to come back with more of our panel. It's more of the final wrap-up right here in our old studio. Some of our favorite friends right here on Inside Jokes. time the rain man play a song for me i'm not sleepy and there is no place i'm going to welcome back to inside jokes baby right here on 640 toronto one final time and of course as always streaming everywhere where there's the internets on global news online this final episode is brought to you by not a single soul. We are sponsor-free here on Inside Jokes. Sponsor-free. We are newly single and looking to mingle here on Inside Jokes. Hey, do you have a spot for a Canadian comedy radio show? We'll go there. We, we have, trust me, there's no, no source too small. And that's sponsor-wise, that's true, too. Do you have a hot dog cart in Toronto? That's fine. We'll take it. It's our last <laughs> show. We don't matter. There's no more That's content. Right. The editor's got work to do on episode three nine 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 nine. Well, Keith, Keith, as J, as JP pointed out, uh, so so lovingly before the break, we've been doing this show for so long that I wasn't even gay yet. That's how long we've been on the air here at Inside Jokes. But this is it. This is the last one. Like I said before the break, though, we have another good old friend of the show joining us on the air. He used to be in the studio with us all the time, also, many, many he used seasons. To be very gay when the show started. <laughs> yeah. but now he's but he's now, now totally he's straight. We have Peter Anthony on the air. How you doing, bud? Hey guys, uh, thanks so much for having me. And uh, you know what? To be honest with you, I was under the impression that this show ended a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, well, that's true, because we haven't been in this studio since COVID, or as we call it on this show, the pandy, because we always try to make that sound more fun here on Inside Jokes. But that's true, because we haven't seen you in this studio in like three and a half years, Peter, but we uh, just kept on going till right now. This is it. Peter, I want to throw, the, I'll throw this one to you first, actually, Peter, because we haven't talked to you in a while. And of course, during COVID, you did go back out to the East Coast. You went back out to Nova Scotia. I know you're working and clubbing and touring out there. I want some honesty, Peter, on this final episode because we've been digging as deep as we can on Canadian comedy for eight years. I'm going to throw it to you first. Absolute worst 
place in this country that you ever had to gig to because Canadian comedy is all about the kilometers. Worst place you ever had to go to that you hope for the rest of your life and career that you never have to return to. Don't worry, no one's going to hear this. Oh, well, I mean, I'm sure this this community has come up already. Fairview, Alberta oh. is the worst place. I've <laughs> it's, it's, it's frightening. Uh, like, the venue was frightening, and the people inside the venue were 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 frightened too. So it was it was one of those ones where it almost felt uh, you almost felt like outside yourself, like like watching yourself perform, and almost ready to watch yourself be attacked by locals. And it was just a, a very horrific experience. And it's one of those in and out gigs that they have out out west, where you you would drive in, you would do it, and then you'd maybe just drive off into the middle of the night just to get the hell out of Fairview, and then just regret that you were. You know, Darren Frost said that one time on the show. He said. I was like, do you have a piece of advice for, you know, young comics starting out? Because, I mean, the landscape has changed, but as you guys on this panel all know, Canadian comedy was always very much about you get picked up by one of the clubs and then you got to hit the road. It's all about kilometers. It's all about highway. And you go, there's long stretches of road and you're going to be in some towns that you've never heard of. And, you know, you're going to be in front of crowds that you never wanted to be in front of. But Darren Frost said that on this show. He said, I'll sum up Canadian comedy for you as this. You're going to be in some Howard Johnson in the middle of nowhere. You just bombed. You just completely ate shit. You're afraid to sleep on the bed or turn down the quilt because you don't know what those stains are on there. You're looking up at the watermarks on the ceiling and you are hating your life thinking, why did I ever get myself into this? And that's what he said Canadian comedy is all about. He also said the Very same accurate. thing about marriage. Very well, accurate. that's, yeah. <laughs> I don't that know what he's true. talking about. What's accurate. bombing? I don't know what that is. Um, anyway, yeah. I would, I would add this. I, I would say as well, if you want to be a road comedian, Canada is perhaps the worst country in the world in which to do that. <laughs> yes. Because, because our communities and our population are so spread out. Yeah. I mean, it's it's brutal. I mean, and, and of course, with the weather, I mean, you're taking your life into your hands just to go do the gig in the first place, let alone the money's not good enough. So it really is a, a passion kind of thing that, that uh, that keeps us all in the game up here. So kudos to all of those guys, all the road warriors like Frosty and all the guys in the studio today. Cheers. It is Thanks. it is true. I mean, even you know, a few seasons ago on this show. I mean, when I was still when I was still doing the thing, and I went and did that cross Canada Cowboys and Indian tour with uh, Scott Belford and Detish Sakuja. So I took this show on the road, and that was really the only time I had ever done that at that point, right? And I'm I'm thinking like this is what all these comics have been doing all these years is like. Sometimes you're driving for eight, nine, ten hours to go make your next like few hundred bucks, and that's and yeah. the people who've been doing this for decades. It's like that's what Canadian comedy was built on. But by the way, for the whole panel, do you guys think that's different now though? Like, is that still the necessary way in Canadian comedy? Because now we do have all these new platforms. The pandemic was a double-edged coin too, right? A, a two-sided coin because yes, a lot of things shut down. The clubs shut down. The festivals were on pause. Comics were sort of put into this corner where it was like, well, we got to keep working. So then comics started building their own tours and their own clubs and their own labels and all this stuff. So now the industry is a lot different coming out the other side of this thing. Is it still the old way, do you guys think? Do you still have to kind of come up through the clubs or get booked by whoever and then go hit the road? Or is it possible to just do your own thing from wherever you want now? I'm way too far ahead in my career to even know if that... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you don't... You, this panel, nobody on this panel has to say yes to everything anymore. That's you know, the thing. Th things definitely have changed. Like being more of, you know, the veteran here. Uh, yeah, back in the day, you just hope 
you know, the club saw you and they liked you and they put you on and then you'd go, you'd go now. And the, and the pandy as, uh, as you call it. <laughs> That's right. It's fun. I still can't believe I didn't know you were gay, yeah. uh, but, but the pandy, <laughs> it all makes sense now, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh my God. I'm still straight. <laughs> but Elvis is still straight. Um, the pandy did force. Not according uh, not to that shirt. <laughs> not according <laughs> to the shirt. The <laughs> shirt. It's a nice shirt. It's a nice shirt. He got it in Italy, bro. Where'd you get it? You know what? Absolutely. His shirt says gay, but his grip says canceled. Oh, That's wow. what. There we go. Again, it's the grip of the day. Uh, I, the pandy definitely. Uh, uh, <laughs> taught well forced us to kind of pivot you know the, the the young comics i think have a better grip and i mean it in the traditional in way, the normal uh, way, in yeah. the normal way on uh, on social media a lot of us had to uh, you know we were already trying it really forced us to to put our stuff out and promote ourselves it's, it's really changed do you have to go and do all these little gigs in these little towns to get known not necessarily but i'll tell you when you go to a little town and and and, and I, man and i've been doing it years i'll be like oh is this gonna be any good like yeah why am i going to this little town they appreciate it so much when you're there but yeah, there's the hell gigs for sure. You know, there's the, like I'm thinking of one right now, and I don't want to insult the, the city, <laughs> but like I went to I went to uh, Thompson, Manitoba, and I'll tell you, they treated me great. The yeah. people, like the the twelve people uh, that were in the crowd at the at hotel sort of yeah. bar had a great time, but then then they took and then there was a fight outside and it's usually and it was two women and they're like this is normal and she was like i'm the one who's supposed to have the most teeth bang anyway uh Boom. thompson uh was my gig that yeah why am i here it's funny too because all those comics that you know they're like their first couple of years in and they're starting to leave the city and go out on the road they're at a point at that stage where it's like no matter how bad that place is and no matter how terribly it goes They'll never say a bad word about it because they hope that they get booked there yeah, again next year, right? Again. Yeah, they have sure. to, but you don't have to do that anymore. I think it's All right. Super right. We're going to come back with more of our wrap-up panel. Peter Anthony, before we let you go, buddy, thank you again for joining us and for catching up. Uh, if you got a word to say to any of our listeners from over the years, new upcoming comics listening, what would you say to them before we go? Other than don't do it. I'd just like to throw out some representation for the East Coast. Uh, just being back out here you know, for the last couple of years and getting reestablished uh, in Nova Scotia, first of, first and foremost, it being my home, but secondly, to sort of see this new comedy scene budding out here and lots of new comics. Right on. There we go. We lost me. But you know what? Poignant. Comics. Very poignant. Lots, lots of new comics. All right. Well, I lots mean, the East Coast is blowing up again. Too. I feel like what's happening in Canadian comedy right now, by the way, is... Terrible. You're seeing a lot of oh, wait, new scenes come up. <laughs> I don't know. It kind of doesn't matter where you are as much anymore. You don't have to be in like one it of the three places. Me of, uh, a rap in the early days when you had like everything was just in New York, and then yes. you had the West Coast, and then you had the Southern rap, and then the Midwestern rap, and that's how I see comedy. That's kind of comedy. Ra- I mean, look at Austin. All right, lots more to get into with our wrap-up panel. Thank you again, Peter Anthony. I hope there's not a hurricane or something going on out there. But we're going to come back with more of our panel of friends. This is it. It's the finale. One last inside joke. This is the end, beautiful friend. This is the end, my only friend. The end. Welcome back to Inside Jokes, baby! Right here on 640 Toronto. That's the last time I get to say that. And of course, as always, well, at least until today, streaming everywhere on Global News Online. This is it. This is our wrap-up show. This is our final panel on Inside Jokes. This week's episode is brought to you by 
uh, Frank Spadone and a bottle of Sambuca. That's it. <laughs> Those are our sponsors That's this week. That's That's it. It. But you know what? We do have uh, instant. Listen, we're back in our old studio. We've got some of our favorite friends in comedy. Obviously, we couldn't have everybody on, but guess what? We've been doing that for eight seasons already. So you got to fill the studio with some of your faves. That's what we've done today. And uh, listen, as Keith Pedro said during the last break, uh, we have a pretty dope vibe going on in here right now, I would say. Did I say that? Yeah, you said it. <laughs> it sounded better. It sounded better when you said it, though, Keith. It slaps. Uh, listen, I, I would describe. I would describe the vibe in here as it's a dope vibe, do- at least dope-ish. Dope, it's a, yeah, dope adjacent is how they I would describe yeah, the vibe. There's in crystals here. in here. It's a good we vibe. do. We have Crystal Farrier. We have Mark Anthony Sinagoga. Which, by the way, I wanna, I'm going to throw this one to you guys. So before the break, we were talking to our friend Peter Anthony out in Halifax, and we were talking about bad road gigs. Which, unfortunately, that's just part and parcel of Canadian comedy. You got to hit those towns, and you can't always be in the places where you're comfortable and happy. Here's what I'm going to start off asking you guys first, though. Listen, I know everybody on this panel. Our OG veterans, you are all crowd killers. You guys don't you guys don't bomb anymore. You don't bomb. Oh, but don't. how healthy and important is it for real, especially those first couple of years when, you know, because, listen, especially in Toronto and in Canadian comedy, there's hobbyists, right? There's a 7 billion amateur nights and open mics in this city, and it's not for everybody. Not all the sea turtles can survive the swim, you guys, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of comics that go out, and just some of them figure out this is what I actually want to pursue. So those first couple of years... I feel like it's essential to just go up on stage and eat shit once in a while. What do you guys think? How important is it to stay humble and just have a good, healthy bomb that you learn from in Canadian comedy? Where you just really eat it and you go, what did I learn from this? Crystal's like, I don't I, bomb. I don't know anything. I like how Mark and Crystal are both looking at each other like that doesn't happen. Uh, so. No, it happens. I, I just had a kid, so I had my first set back after like taking like a solid month, which yeah. hasn't happened in a long time. Yeah. And it was like 30 minutes of silence the entire time. And it was the worst thing. I, I'm was like, it all new material about your kid? It was. It was all okay. new material yeah. about the kid. Yeah. I thought the was the bomb. Okay, no. No, it was brutal. You did 30 new material? Well, wow. I, well, I started with some, yeah, some stuff that worked. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And like, that also didn't go well. I just wasn't in the frame of mind. It was killing me, bro. Well, and that terrible. changes you as as a comic too, right? I mean, obviously, JP and Frank know, Crystal, you know, like now, because now your material, your material is always pulled from your life. Mm. So all of a sudden you're married and you have kids. It's like now you're a different voice on stage. Mm-hmm. Now that's going to seep into your material. You're not the same comic now as you were two years ago, right, three right, years right. ago, right? So it completely, te- like testing that stuff out for the first time, that's got to be tough. Oh, it was terrible. But I'm going to do it again. So. <laughs> but it's, a, but it's, a, it's that's completely the necessary evil. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, like, it's, it's the part, part of you it. You can't expect you everything have to, to be though, right? gold and killer at it the same time. It has to get home. And that's the, for me, that's the purest part of what comedy is. It's exactly. the most honest part about comedy. It's the only, is not um, knowing like whatever elements you're thrown into. Is, is being able to stand in front of people and just be in control and not in control at the exact same time. Yeah. And, yeah. and dig into yourself. Pause. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and dig, dig deep. To figure out, pause. you know, okay. pause again, um, and and just do the damn thing, man. That's that's why I, I I would stand on stage with any of the people on this panel for the simple fact that uh, I know that they're willing to to go to. Bat I just think it's the only art form where we have to test it out in real time. Yeah, you do. Justin yeah, Bieber yeah, can sing his song in the shower. You do. I could do a joke in the shower. That's hilarious to me, but I gotta test that with people. And uh, back to your old. Thing. That's the only time I'll do road gigs is when I'm testing stuff. Yeah, out. yeah. Because I'm like, okay, this killed in Burlington, but this, will this kill in Paris, Ontario? Then if I yeah. know it kills there, then guess what? That's killing in Texas. That's killing in California. Mm-hmm. These are all necessary things that you have to do. Road gigs and bombing. And if you do that, and if you're comfortable, then get out. 
You're in the way. Yeah. Well, is talking. Humble I do brag, feel like humble, humble brag. brag. Yeah, yeah. Humble brag. Uh, how I I prepped for my JFL gala was doing it in all these small places, twelve people, eight people, no people. You yeah. Know? And and if I can stay and stand in 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 my own material, then in front of a fifteen hundred seat theater, which uh, you know I did yeah. in Montreal at the gala for everyone. Humble brag. Humble, humble brag. But you've done it nine times you know already. I mean? Stop. If, if it can you've work done it all seasons. This show has been be on. Comfortable to make it work there, then you know you know you're gonna be fine. And, and that's what people He's don't appreciate. You know when the people come, oh, you're a comic. It's so hard. You know what? Yeah. Getting pause, on stage pause. and doing that is. <laughs> what was that? Pause. Uh, getting on stage and it working like yeah that's the easy part it's the other stuff that these guys are talking about going out there trying the new joke and being off because you had a kid and, yeah. and your timing's off yeah. and, and you know give yourself kudos mark because you you came back and did new stuff and you hadn't been working like i know when i came back from the pandy my timing was off <laughs> i like how we're really running with that i wanted way. to quit Thank you. i wanted to quit yeah, yeah yeah i thought i was horrible go ahead uh, oh, Mark well, because you're no, rusty. No, no. You're the, everybody felt, got rusty. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm not. I don't do. I went to Ottawa. I did a set. I'm, I'm not good anymore. I'm done. That's what I thought. I also feel like, and I mean, Chris and a lot of you on this panel. I feel like tough rooms are so important too. Once I'm Kenny Robinson's yeah. Nubian show, yeah. which I mean, that's been a career launcher for so many comics for yeah. two and a half decades and counting. The landscape of Canadian, yeah. and that is a no, that is a notorious. That crowd is like, show us something. That used is a stage be. where it used, used to, like, to be. Used yeah. to be right, Chris. I mean, now. when you're those yeah. those comics that get you know, and it was always a big feather in your cap too, right? When Kenny taps you on the shoulder yes. for the first time and goes, "Okay, kid, you could do this show," <laughs> right? Because he is the Godfather. <laughs> Crystal has humbled some people on but that show. Like, but I'm sure you've all. I'm sure you've all seen that at Kenny's show over the years. Like those comics yeah. that go up there and they're like, no matter how good they are, but it's like they weren't ready for that room that night. And I've it's, oh it. boy. Or no matter how shit they are. Right? So, yeah. 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 And that's definitely like, you have to have those moments, I think, in comedy where it's like, all right, what did I do wrong but again, tonight? It's, it's always, you know? can you stand back up? Like, is, is yeah. this really yeah. for you or, or should you go back to school? You know, Oof. so and, right. and, and, and school. <laughs> no one went to school, and <laughs> but, sure. that's but, why, isn't that how everyone ended up here? But I mean, that's listen. It's Canadian comedy. It's like you know, you're not getting into it for the money. That's right. Yeah, oh, I mean, that's always the goal. At first, yeah. <laughs> the there's more, but there's more hey, inroads now, back. certainly. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of you on this panel. I mean, you guys have all you know. You've built your own shows. You've built your own labels. All this stuff, but. There's way more inroads now for comics coming up now because it used to just be there's X amount of festivals, there's a pair of clubs, and that's kind of it. And you have to go through one of those channels. Now there's way more stuff, but it's not an easy thing to do with your life. It's not an easy especially thing in to this do, country. But the, the beautiful part is, I think the veil has been lifted from from most comics' eyes in knowing that it's it's not just about being a part of this comedy corporation or this mm. this club and now you like you said you can actually do things for yourself and and you realize that i would sometimes rather put more effort in doing stuff for myself yeah. and making making either the same or making way more yeah. by doing it on my own than being told by a club that this is how much you're worth. You're but like, it's no. always but, way more, JP. When you're doing yeah. something on your own, it's always way more. It's but substantially I, I, more. I yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. the last yeah. episode, guy. Let's keep it 100, okay? Here's <laughs> Blunt Key. Let's keep it 100. Crystal, Do it for yourself. Crystal won me over with a joke about her poom poom. That night we did Inside Jokes Live and Poor Credit. Were that we, wasn't uh, a joke, but, but then... No, <laughs> <laughs> What's a poom poom? That, that was after talk banter. What's a poom poom? That's 
it's worth a grip. The poop, excuse me, the poop poop is a real grip. Thank you very much. Miss Grippy, it's worth a lot. It depends who who she is. It might not be a tight grip. It all depends. I'm talking about myself. Okay. That's my favorite topic on Pornhub is poop poop grip. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Someone pitched that in poop 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 grip. He put an N in it. I think that was pissed on Shark Tank the other day. Can you market that poom poom? There we go. You know what? It's like a heartbeat. I feel like Crystal, that's a good album title. It's like the Law and Order thing. Next album. Next album for Crystal Ferrier, Grippiest Poom in the Game. Oh, wow. I like it. There we go. We're covering a lot of ground on this final inside jokes. Everything from <laughs> why, if you're an upcoming, if you're an open mic comic tuning into this final episode, here's a lot of reasons not to do it, and also uh, what what things like grip mean. All right, we're learning Clearly a lot. The alcohol on this final panel right? as the as Frank Spadone's sambuca no, kicks keep in. Keep the sambuca away from me, please. We're gonna come back with more of our last wrap up, our final panel of friends. It all ends now, right here on Inside Jokes. Come on, to drink a little bit. Welcome back to our final Inside Jokes right here on 640 Toronto. And of course, as always, or at least for one more episode, streaming everywhere across the entire known universe on Global News Online. Uh, this is our final segment. This is our final show. we got a full panel of friends. Vince Tedesco, my producer, is here. How this is doing? it, buddy. Um, yeah, eight years. Um, what is it, seven seasons? Eight years, uh, sure. Uh, we, uh, listen, Sandra was 399 episodes. Make it through this one, but that's fine. What the hell is that for, for by the way? <laughs> what? 399 episodes, really? 399 episodes. Can we just um, mark that number? Can we change it? Our panel has been on a numerous amount of them. I want to throw it to them, starting with Synagoga, as we started with Spadone last time. Starting with Synagoga, what's your kind of... Fun memory. What do you got to say about inside jokes? What, did it, what has this done for your career? Yeah, how much did this blow you up, eh? Yeah. This show? Not at all. No, but, uh, no I'm joking. Uh, definitely want to thank you guys <laughs> for everything, man. You guys always, anytime I had any sort of clout happening on Instagram or dropped an album or had a show, you're always like, come down and promote it, man. And there's no other uh, radio station or any show that does that for me. So thank you guys so much for doing that all the years. Can't thank you guys enough. And now, because of my developed relationship with Vince, I get free parking on college all the time. Oh, there you I go. use his house as a f-ing green room yeah. every time I play on college. So <laughs> There you go. Free parking. Thank no, you, guys. Oh, no, what? Did I if, if, cut if, you off? No, no, it's all good. Mark thank Anthony, you. if this show has given Canadian comics... Nothing else over eight seasons. It should be at least free parking in Little Italy at Vince's go, house. Right? That's about it. <laughs> you would think I shouldn't need it in Little Italy, but whatever. There you go. Listen, I'm just grateful that you guys were a thing. You did so much for the industry, and we all appreciate you. But most importantly, I'm looking forward to what you have coming up next, because this is it. These are the moments that really define you. Yeah, okay, the show's gone. What are you going to do now? And I'm just privileged and excited that I get to sit back and watch what greatness you guys are going to be a part of next. Wow, greatness team. You hear that? You know what we're going to do, Vince? How about we'll cover the Canadian film business next? One dead horse greatness. to another. I said greatness. <laughs> Beating one dead horse after another. Another <laughs> Dean and Vince. Pedro, talk to me. Um, listen, guys, this is bittersweet. 
Inside Jokes is great, man. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you, man. I loved your show so much, I got upset when you invited other people on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, really? That guy? He's terrible. <laughs> terrible. Why would you put him on? But that's how I knew that your show was sick because it had like dope acts. And you know what? Even when you guys are at Montreal, you know, I'll be hammered. 2 a.m. Look yeah. who's by the bar still, the boys. So it was always good seeing you guys up and about and doing what you do. So thanks for everything. Harassing and, uh, people yeah. at the Hyatt. Yeah, no, that really wasn't it. harassment. It was great. Right. But like we had to calm down Dean because he was caught with like three ounces of roofies. So we had to like calm him down. Remember that? And then I had to like yeah. speak French to the guy. And then and then two weeks later he said he was gay. So then like I guess that was just a cover up. Uh, you know his, what? Uh, uh, listen, I never ways. had any. Yeah. I never. I, I had no shame with this show over the years. I, I interrupted <laughs> Brian Posehn eating McDonald's on the Hyatt balcony at two in the morning. I was like, I don't care. I'm going to get a soundbite. You know. And the man just wanted to smoke his weed and eat his McDonald's, but he still did it. We Which were nothing if not was. convincing. I <laughs> knew what that was, and I guess I don't know, and that's why he was eating McDonald's. JP. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be as serious as possible for uh -oh. the for the next oh, little. Yeah. Uh oh, so, oh boy. Uh, so what I want to say is, in, in an industry where a lot of times comedians don't feel supported, uh, Inside Jokes was always there for us, and you guys always allowed us to promote whatever it is we had going on, whether it was shows, whether it was album releases, and even when you found out before, uh, you would actually invite people here. So this was always a safe space where, like I said, in, in the comedy industry in Canada uh, and beyond, um, there aren't a lot of. So thank you for being true friends to, to actual comedians, and uh, it's, it's always dope that you guys were, were there for us. And uh, shout out to Sandra, um, again, for allowing us to uh, just express ourselves comedically and and be asses all the time. So See, he also writes last, Hallmark cards. And I was one gonna, last wow. time. Give it up for JP. Thank you, JP. You're welcome. Big time. John you Paul always got to put the f***ing Steve Harvey twist I, at the I, end and make it all motivational. JP's always JP's always like he's ready to go. He's always the pro. This is why this man he's does corporate. He is the Toastmaster. You know? Can right? we say that if he you're is. getting married, you got a promotion, you found your keys, give John Paul. He will do a toast no, for it. You know why it is? We don't celebrate ourselves. We don't celebrate ourselves as comedians Facts. enough. Well, there are yeah. exactly. But because when you do, we look like cock. <laughs> Apparently in Canada, I broke to my promise ourselves. to the yeah. censors. By the way, you know, today, but I don't care. I don't give a <laughs> what are they going to do? Cancel what are they going to do? <laughs> and, and here's what I want to say: What are they going to do? Take away here's our parking what I at Vince's house? To the higher ups, uh, you guys don't realize how important and relevant this show actually really is. And they invested in Canadian comedy uh, through again nationwide, Preach. and they've literally watched their return on investment just blow up while you guys, you know, buy into stupid like NFTs and all those sorts of crazy <laughs> crap. So to the higher ups, man, uh, you're doing yourself a disservice, and I think you should re rethink, uh, you know, canceling the show because you know they're gonna make it somewhere else without you. John Paul shows up to oh, look at that. Oh you know my gosh, JP, you can, I think you, I think you were reading my notes, buddy. Because uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, first I want to thank you guys because, like JP said. There's not enough of this going on in this country. Never mind nope. this city, this country. Um, it, you know, everyone talks about how great Canadian comics are, and everyone loves to laugh. And it was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. But no one wants to do shows like this. Like, yeah. uh, you know, and, and up until now we had this, and now it's going to go. So I challenge the higher ups too. We need more of this. 
Never mind all. I'm tired of hearing crap on the on the news and then like, yeah, we need the news, but it's so negative. Like, you, you know, look at us laughing, having a good time. It, we need more of this, and it, and it's a shame that this is getting canceled. I thank you guys. Thank you, Sandra, for the idea. Yes. Uh, Shout out to with Sandra. Vince, Inside Jokes, Dean. This was so much fun because you know what? This entertainment business is up and down, and it's hard enough in Canada. This yeah. gave us a voice. This gave us a place to to promote ourselves. And you and 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 you, the audience, got to see what we go through. Not easy. We're doing this solo a lot of times. You yeah, know? yeah. You know, and and. Uh, just thank you. Thank you to you guys. Thank you to the listeners. Thanks. And uh, we need more of this. And and actually, Crystal said it. When a door closes, another, another one opens. Fantastic. See see what see what you could do. It's let, let's let's try to resurrect something like this and make it even outside better. Jokes. Outside, outside jokes. Outside jokes. Outside jokes. That's, it, jokes. That's it, Vince. Outside jokes. We're just gonna set up our podcast gear outside of the studio and do it on the other side of the glass. That's all. Uh, but thank That's you so much to our it. panel. The other side of the glass. Other side of the glass. Uh, thank you so much to our panel. That was our final panel. That's been our show. Um, we couldn't have done it without all the brilliant comics and friends who joined us on the air all these years. And of course, the lady who started it all, our friend and co-host, the late, great Sandra Carusi. This one was for you, Caruser. Thank you all for listening. That was Inside Jokes. Round of applause. Hey! <laughs> This week's comedy RX is Sandra Carusi. And now I do this night out with different friends. So I got the married friends who go to the Mandarin. And then I got the other marrieds who go out once every 10 years. We go, they're like, we're going to go to an upscale club with people our age. Okay, first of all, I'm embarrassed. They don't exist. People our age, a good night out is a night at Walmart with a good special. Never mind with the clubs. So we go out, what? We, ladies, we dress like hookers on payday. Because we watch the Kardashians and we want to be like them. They're half our age. We go to nightclub with kids half our age. We get drunk. And then we get our adult kids to pick us up at the end of the night. Disaster. Completely embarrassing. And I always got the friends, see, because now they have this bottle service business that they didn't have in the old days when we went to clubs, right? Now if you want to sit down, you gotta buy a hundred bucks with a vodka. And my girlfriend never goes out, she starts pouring it like it's Pinot Grigio. I go, that's a four ounce vodka. I don't care, I paid for it, I'm gonna drink it. So typical, right? Then they get on the dance floor, and you saw that disaster, me humping Alvira. That's me and my friends on the dance floor, I'm not even gonna lie. They don't hump their husbands, but they hump each other on the dance floor at the nightclub. Come on, ladies. And at the end of the night, because when women get drunk, they announce it. I'm so drunk, oh my God. I gotta call my daughter Alessia to pick us up. She got her G1 license. I love her. She's the triple Pan Am winner for dance competition in Canada. Oh my God, I love her! And that's it, I never, that's, that's once a year I can do that.